0: We would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land. We respectfully acknowledge Elders past, present, and emerging. Always was, always will be. Hi, and welcome to Wine with Megan Mal. We're here to help beginners navigate the world of wine. I'm Mal, and I like to wine. I also like to drinking up. I'm joined by Meg Brotman <laughs> I'm joined by Meg Brotman. a master of wine. I, okay, I'm, full disclosure, I was going to say master of whining and I couldn't bring myself to <gasps> do it last minute. <laughs> but, you know, like in Sussy. any other case, no. Because, like, honestly, if I said to Meg right now, like, in your nice clothes, just like get down and take and do a dig out, she'd totally do it. She'd get all dirty. Like, she, she's just will do whatever.
1: But when it comes to food, is the fanciest you ever get. I don't think I am fancy. I just love food. I wake up every morning thinking, what am I having for dinner?
0: So, okay, so the other day I asked or we asked Meg to um – Do some wine and cheese tastings to put together, like, perfect combinations. (laughs) It's not cheese. You should have seen her face when we got her to eat (laughs) vegan cheese. It's
1: not cheese, people.
0: Oh, my gosh. The whole thing was scrunched up, and you looked like you were having the worst time of your life. Like, it's not that bad, Meg.
1: (laughs) Okay, in my defense, you know people when you leave your cheese out for a while, and it goes all oozy (laughs) and gooey (laughs) and delicious and gets better? Vegan cheese doesn't. It just kind of separates and goes into a gooey puddle of disgustingness. And all it is is flavour added to cheese. It's not cheese. I'm sorry. Why waste your time?
0: (laughs) (laughs) To save the animals. God. (laughs) (laughs) Well. All right. All right. So, Meg, you're a master of wine, which is basically um, like a superhero tasting abilities. Have you been using your powers for anything interesting lately?
1: Just trying lots of wine. What have you been drinking? I had last night a 2019 Stefano Lubiano Primavera Pin and Wine from Tasmania.
0: That was okay that had so many words in it that I thought you were going to say it was like Italian or something.
1: Okay so a 2019 Stefano Lubiano winemaker he calls it Primavera which is Italian for spring
0: I think. I thought Primavera was like a
1: no, Primavera is Italian for spring, and oh. Pinot Noir. So it's his entry level Pinot Noir. I bought it at Dan Murphy's for I think thirty seven dollars on special. Yeah. Um For Alubiano, Stephanie Alubiano, that is a really good price, and it was it was polarising to start with, but it really opened up. Mm. So it was delicious.
0: Tazi's hot right now for Pinot, isn't
1: it? Yeah, it's an amazing place for Pinot, particularly. When you have these really cool years that we've that we've yeah, had this year, okay. so it's going to be a great year.
0: Is it normally a bit more expensive to get a painter from that
1: it part is. of Australia? Yeah, it is, but it's it's worth the money. And okay. let's promote Tasmania. I mean, they they had a lot of issues with fires in uh, twenty nineteen. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, we had twenty twenty. They had twenty nineteen, and so it is such a beautiful place. And I am reading yeah, a book is. at the moment, all about sort of Tasmania trying to keep itself. Hidden, it's a fictional book called Bruni, worth reading.
0: Mm, oh, all right, well, have you got a fun fact for us this week?
1: My fun fact this week is something that I read. And if you're white and freckly like I am, <laughs> apparently, if you eat two cups of grapes a day, you can increase your resistance to ultraviolet light and getting sunburned. Doesn't work for wine though. So, while I found it that's interesting, I kind of felt a bit deflated thinking Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah That's exactly what we just had. So I was like, oh, yeah, grapes. No, why no? So it doesn't work. But, um, yeah, if you – but the problem with grapes, well, I guess they they are only available in the summery months. But I thought that was quite interesting because one of the things that's in grapes is, you know, tannin and anthocyanin and colour and these things called phenols. Yeah. And grapes get sunburnt too. Yeah. So obviously there is something natural in there that kind of tries to prevent – the sunburner just yeah. interesting fact not, not something that you're going to base your life on but you know
0: i don't take my wine in pill form no <laughs> but you should eat your grapes okay i'll eat my grapes probably easier <laughs> just to put
1: the sunscreen on
0: probably cheaper <laughs> yeah, too All right. So um, before we get into it this week, I do just want to do a shout out to Kirsten, who messaged us over the weekend. She listened to our podcast about Chardonnay to let us know that she went out over the weekend to buy Chardonnay for the first time in years because (gasps) she thought she hated it. She got a Yarra Valley Chardonnay and she loved it.
1: Well done, see? It's an extra horizons. Drinker in the world. I know. And there's so many different styles of Chardonnay. You start with the Yarra, start with the best, of course. Um, but then you can move to Mornington and well, well the Margaret River, River and <laughs> New Zealand and even yeah. Hunter Valley and then you can go overseas. It's it's a it's an international great variety. It's grown um, everywhere mm-hmm. in the world. So <laughs> You'll never stop being able to drink Chardonnay.
0: Oh, well, I love it. But this week, we are talking about, obviously, we've discussed it, is something close to your heart. Get ready, everyone. Meg is going to talk about food. Yay! <laughs> I'll never forget the time, like, you don't even talk about just truffles. You talk about Tasmanian truffles. Like.
1: <laughs> they make me sound like such a tosser. Honestly, I was <laughs> talking about Tasmanian Tasmanian truffles because I, my youngest sister, in fact, both of my sisters, have everything. And I was thinking, what can I buy my younger sister for her birthday? And it was truffle season, so I bought her a truffle and had it delivered to her house. That's actually pretty cool. I love truffles. Well, she rang me and she said, best what do- gift ever. Oh, like, I was going she said, what do I do with this? No, she knows <laughs> what to do with it. She tells me she only really eats alba white truffles. Oh, my God. this one wasn't too bad, so... Yeah, it's a bit of a running joke with us. Uh,
0: well, Meg, when we talk about food and wine, it's all, it can all be very confusing. And, like, hell, we have sommeliers. They specialise in the art of food and wine pairing. It all seems like it's very hard. Does it even matter is my first question.
1: No, it's up to you, truly. Um, you match what you like. We all have certain things that we like. We, I'm constantly surprised. Um, By letting psalms or friends who have their own personal take um, on food and wine tell me what I'm going to like, and, you know, I am surprised. But it it really, at the end of the day, it is up to you. So it's up to the individual, but is there some sort of science? Yeah, there is. Look, um, basically... If I'm going to give you one mantra about, one rule about food and wine matching is there are no rules. Oh, so funny. Um, (laughs) But really the mantra you should take away is like with like. Okay. So if you're drinking a green, apple floral, high acid Riesling, Mm -hmm. think about those same flavours and try and match them. With your food, yeah. So you could have something with like a green apple, granata on top of it. So something okay. like an oyster, but because it is high acid, that can go with high fat foods as well. So yeah. even prawns are quite high in fat, even though well, they I wouldn't say they're high in fat technically, but they feel you know quite mouth filling. Yeah, yeah. So. Think about them with prawns. So just match like with like. That is my basic premise.
0: Yeah, and that makes sense. So what, like a
1: big charades with
0: a big steak? and Yeah.
1: Yeah. And a big smoky steak or a big, you know, slow-cooked pulled pork with a shiraz because the smoky and the smoky. And think about – Just think of things that match. I know Mel doesn't like saying smoked salmon with chardonnay because she thinks it's all a bit boring, but smokiness with oakiness. Yeah. So oakiness of the chardonnay with the smokiness of the fish – Fish for me is always the trickiest one. Okay. The one thing that I never do Mm -hmm. is put fish with red wine. And I just find that there's something in the fish that makes the tannin in red wine look metallic to me. Yeah, okay. And I don't know what the chemistry is, but the way my palate works. And that's the other thing. Our palates are so different. Yeah. Apparently, a lot of it comes down to the bacteria that we have in our mouth. It's all individual. Yeah. So with, um, with smoke taint, this thing that we, we get when we have fires in the region, we perceive smoke taint differently because we've got different bacteria in our mouth.
0: Oh, my God. That's, I've never heard that. That's crazy. Isn't that amazing? Wow. So
1: I can't tell you what you're going to like.
0: Okay, but would it be absurd
1: to have a sauvignon blanc with a steak? Nope.
0: What
1: Think about a peppercorn pepper sauce with a Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon's got that greenness, those green peppercorn flavours. Why not? Wow. All
0: right, well, you may (laughs)
1: overpower the Sauvignon. That's the only thing. It depends whether you want – with food and wine matching, what are you trying to do? Make the wine look better? make the food look better, or just have them complement each other? Yeah. I personally think complement is the way to go. You know, it's you – what did Tom Cruise say in that movie? You complete me. That's <laughs> what you're looking for with your food and wine matching. You yep. want your wine and your food to complete each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, but sometimes I will want my food to make my wine look better. Yeah, totally. I do that all the time. Yeah. But do you choose – your wine first or your food first?
0: Well, that was one of my questions. Oh, was it? Sorry. It's Well, no,
1: it's fine. We, we can go there.
0: But, I mean, I feel like most people choose the food first match with the wine. I personally am different because I'm a massive wine enthusiast. I choose what wine I feel like drinking and then I think about what food will go with it. Yep. And I guess what I'm trying to do is enhance the wine rather than the food.
1: Yeah, exactly. But most people... We, let's face it. We all have our bog standard five dinners yes. for the week, yeah. um, and we pull out anything. We probably just want them to complement, to work beside <laughs> each other, and yeah. to, you know the wine doesn't look too bad and the, the the meal doesn't look too bad. So, like with like, if you have something that's really sweet, you're going to have to drink something that's really sweet. Yes, because if yeah, you don't, yeah. the sweetness of your food is going to make your wine look really acidic. Yeah. Alternatively, if you've got a really sweet dessert wine and you've got something tart like a lemon tart it's going to make that look even more sour. Wait
0: the, the food will make the wine look sour or the?
1: Both so if you've got sweet food and dry wine. Yes yes
0: yes. Okay. Dry wine. Yes.
1: The sweet food will make the wine look more sour. Yes. If you've got sweet wine and sour food yes the wine will make the food look more sour
0: okay so um you're serving you've got you have a dinner party at your house you're serving dessert it's apple pie what should you choose to go with it
1: a beautiful old sweet riesling yeah about it green apple acid from the riesling bit of sweetness so something german yeah you know a spat laser which is a riper style and has a little bit of sugar in it
0: what about something like, like, like a Moscato, like a $15 Bromwell Moscato? Would
1: that also do the trick? Yeah, beautiful. I actually had a Moscato the other night with, um, is it called Friend Japan, where they do the yeah. almond sort of base with yes. some raspberry? Yeah. And I think there was coconut. It was a match made in heaven.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's cool to know.
1: Yeah. I mean, Moscato, because it is so floral, could go with a lot of different things. And they've got that sweetness in it. Plus... It has a little bit of bubble or something. Like you, you end on a high note. <laughs> I love that.
0: <laughs> okay, so we've gone like for like. That's the most simple way to do it. Can you give some tips for people who have done that but, like, seriously want to be a real pro? How can you take food pairing to the next level?
1: So what you need to do is you need to look at the, the this number of factors. Salt is one.
0: Yep.
1: Salty food will make tannic Wine look more tannic. Okay. So if you're having salty food, so crackling is always crackling. a good example, try and get something that's got high fruit in it, so a Barossa shiraz, for example. So it's got the tannin there, ah. but it's got a lot of fruit there as well so that the saltiness of the food. I did the other night a Japanese steak that I marinated um, in sort of soy and various other things, and the steak was very, very salty and we tried it first with a Cabernet, and it didn't work because of the tannin. So we switched to a Pinot from Geelong. And because the Pinot is a little bit fruitier, yep. not expensive, it was a sub-$25 Pinot, yep. because it's fruitier, it kind of cut through the – didn't make the steak look so salty. So if cool. you've got salty food, you need more fruit in your wine. More fruit instead of yep. tannin. So less of a Cabernet, more of a Pinot. Yep. And if you've got high what we call umami, so we now know that there's six – Tastes rather than just the sweet, sour, bitter. What are they? As, as, acid. acid. Umami. Um, that's it. And umami. Umami's um uh, savouriness. So you can buy a thing called umami paste, which is mm-hmm. tomato paste mixed with olive tapenade mixed with parmesan cheese. It's like um, Imagine all of those flavours. M- mushroom is umami, mushroom. right? Yeah. So if you're having a high umami. Mm-hmm meal um mushroom risotto is a good example because you've got all those umami mushrooms but parmesan cheese in there as well you need a really rich savory okay which is what umami is, wine. So think a Sangiovese, or we do one called 4 Plus 1, which has got lots of savoury and lots of fruit. So it is quite a umami style of wine.
0: Is it fair to say Italian-style varietals are generally savoury?
1: Yeah. Okay. And they also have the tannins to deal with fat, and they also have the acid to deal with fat as well. Mm. So Italian varieties are very good with Italian food. You know, red sauce, as we call it, tomato, is really hard to match with. It's acidic. Mm. Sort of has that green tomato y flavor. Yeah. So, but if you think about that with the Sangiovese or a Nebbiolo, they work quite well. To
0: yeah, okay. Now, what I would love to know is what are some absolute no goes steer clear from this?
1: Well, for me, white wine and fish, oh, yes. fish, and, and, fish, fish and red and wine. Red
0: wine. <laughs> um, I see. I don't know. What about spicy food? That's quite hard to pair with. I had.
1: Uh, And it's in my my memory from years ago, I judge a wine show where we do the wine with food Mm. and we had um, rosé class with a Thai red prawn, Thai red curry prawn salad. Yeah. It was the best mix. It had spice and heat, but the coconut in milk and all that spice in the red curry just blended so well with all that fruitiness that you have. Okay. And, again, that fruit sweetness. You know how coconut milk, it's not sweet, but when you first taste it, it gives that hint of sweetness. Yes. And then you've got with Thai food, you've got that savouriness of the fish sauce. And so it it was just an eye-opening experience. So people say treminar," which, you know, is supposed to translate as spicy. Anything that has a lot of flavour, I think, stands up well to spice.
0: But not rich red tannic wines right because that often i find a rich red wine will almost make spice taste hotter in my mouth
1: absolutely and it does we do with um when we're training students we do a thing where we get those really hot corn chips
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: put them with chardonnay sparkling rosé and red red wine but we do pinot noir and Barossa and shiraz the Pinot Noir actually usually stands up. It's, worth, it's fun yeah, to try best, if you want to do it with really your mates. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. the cost of a bag of Doritos, what? whatever <laughs> the brand. And 10 bottles of wine. Yeah, well, <laughs> do it at a cellar door. But um, <laughs> the Pinot actually stood up because of the fruit. Yeah. But the Shiraz the just became a flat board. It was just all tannin and no fruit. <laughs> Meg, if people come into our cellar door
0: <laughs> with a bag of Doritos, our cellar door manager yeah. will kill you. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't say that. Um, Just, you know, try it with different
1: things.
0: (laughs) I love that so much. Okay, so can you please give, I think maybe, what are some like three perfect pairings that are non-fail every time?
1: Duck and pinot. Yeah. And the thing is, it doesn't matter how you cook the duck, you can have it with Peking duck. Yep. You can have it with... Um, noodles with duck in it. Mm. You can have it with a magret de canard, you know, a French duck. The thing that in France when they have the duck, they often have a cherry sauce. You know, we we know this famous duck à l'orange. Yes, orange and peanut. No, doesn't work. But think cherry sauces. Mm. Um, if you have, what's it called? Where they put it in the oil?
0: Uh, what well,
1: duck? The duck. Not that great. Oh my god. Anyway, brain stopped working, thinking too much about duck. But duck and Pinot is an absolute classic. Steak and Cabernet. Steak and Cabernet. But I would counter that with steak on over off. I mean, that's how I like my steak, but I like it on a high heat over smoke so that you've got coals. Okay. Because I think that that smokiness, you know, Cabernet can have that cassisi black currant fruit. Yeah. I just think that smokiness works really well with that what we call brambly fruit mm, of yeah, Cabernet, yeah. it sort of matches together. And the other one that I really love is Shiraz, fruity Shiraz with um slow cooked pulled pork oh my God, yeah. with the paprika and the barbecue sauce done in a slider none of the coleslaw just put the meaty in. thank you very much or you know the way they do briskets yeah. with the bark and oh, shiraz just works well with that smoky american yeah. barbecue food which we're seeing more and more of in melbourne yeah. and it's something that you can really try at home even if you've got a tiny oh, garden, man,
0: I, I think I can speak for everyone listening right now when I say invite us all over for dinner. <laughs> my
1: my husband has just built himself an Argentinian grill. Of we just spent I don't know how much having the actual wind up, wind down grill made. It was a COVID project. Doesn't surprise me at all. So every weekend is like, uh, what are we barbecuing? What are we barbecuing? <laughs> and the problem is, it's only over coal. It can't be over briquettes or anything. It's proper coal that you know he, yeah. ma- he makes himself. <laughs> Um, and it takes forever. So I always eat something before because I know that dinner's not going to be ready when he says no. it is. Because he's out there wheeling it up, and wheeling it down, <laughs> getting the perfect amount of smoke. Although the other night he did eggplant with the miso on top. <gasps> you did, he did
0: not eat, eat something vegetarian. Yes, I did. And I had it with Riesling. Oh, my God, yum. It was so
1: beautiful. Yeah. That umami miso yeah. with, and Riesling can really stand up because it's a pretty grunty wine, even yeah. though it's very delicate. It was delicious. Awesome. And just so you know, your dog ate most of my steaks. <laughs> so I ended up with a vegetarian <laughs> at So I, I was babysitting my princess.
0: I said that we all said this <laughs> when you were babysitting my dog, my dog is gonna eat better than anyone else this weekend. I and went yeah, vegetarian
1: absolutely. for Zoe. Oh. There you go, that's how much I love her. Your
0: princess. <laughs> All right. Well, look, that's everything we've got to say about Freedom of Wine. But please send through questions or just send us through what you like, what you're eating. We'd love to hear. Um, but before we finish off, I got a message today from someone who was listening to Talkback Radio. It's um, a real cool sports Talkback Radio apparently. Um, and apparently they there's like a wine guy that speaks on Thursday mornings and he said today that if you have a glass of water for every glass of wine and – Eat an apple for every bottle you drink, you won't get hungover. Bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? If you have if you have five bottles of wine but you eat five apples, you Seriously be okay?
1: the, the apples talking about food and wine matching, nothing goes with apples. Um <laughs> The thing that causes a hangover is aldehyde. When your body breaks down alcohol in the liver, it forms a chemical called aldehyde, and it is toxic to your cells. Oh. Um, oh you're selling it. I know.
0: Everyone <laughs> go home and drink wine.
1: <laughs> uh, when an apple gets brown, aldehyde's formed as well, so it's oh, just good. as bad. Okay. Um, so that's what causes an alcohol. Just drink in moderation. You know, have, I definitely have water. I would Yeah. I'll subscribe to that, definitely. But, yeah, no, I don't believe not that. Not too
0: much truth to this afternoon. And, again,
1: I'm not a doctor, Yeah. but I always f- watch a lot of and read a lot of science to justify my drinking. So that is why I know about <laughs> the alcohol and the aldehyde. I know what it does. I just choose to ignore it.
0: Uh, all right. Well, that's all we've got time for this week. Please send through your thoughts, your questions. We can to them all. Uh, but until next week, we hope you enjoy your next glass of wine.
1: Enjoy!